0: The old saying is that a picture is worth a thousand words. But sometimes a few words can paint a picture that is worth thousands and thousands more. Such are the two pictures painted for us in just the first two verses of 1 Samuel 22. We'll take a brief look at those pictures today on Through the Word in 2020. I'm Reed Ferguson. Thank you for joining us today. As you know, every day we have three readings from the scripture as we work our way through the entire Bible by the end of the year. Today, our selection from the Gospels is Mark 9:14 through 29. From the rest of the New Testament, we have 2 Corinthians 1:12 through 2:4. And from the Old Testament, 1 Samuel 20 through 22. Not today, but every other day we also have a psalm to read. Back to 1 Samuel in the account of David fleeing from Saul and setting up a field headquarters in the cave of Adullam, a rugged outpost in the Judean wilderness. Note first what a picture this is of the humility of Christ. David, as the quintessential prefiguring of Christ as king over God's people, serves to give us some interesting insight here. As the text says, his army, his people, his family, were not the cream of the crop, and neither are Christ's. Verse 2 says that David's group was composed of those who were in distress, in debt, and bitter in soul. So it is with those Jesus gathers around himself as well. Bear in mind, we are all adopted into his family, and not many as very young, but most of us full grown and having exhibited the long-standing habits of our sinfulness and rebellion against God. And still he took us as his own. I don't know about you, but I take great comfort in the fact that he knew ahead of time all of my faults, failures, and the depths of my sin before making me his own. He's not shocked or surprised, though certainly grieved, but not caught off guard by either your sin or mine at our failure to love and serve him. He knew what he signed on for before we were ever born. And he made us his own anyway, knowing fully how he would have to die in our place to pay the price for our sin, and then, in grace, to strive against our sin until he at last conforms us to his own image. And so it is with all of us who are Christ's by faith. As Paul would write in 1 Corinthians 126, "For your calling, brothers, consider it. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth." Close quote. Secondly, what a picture this is of the church and what qualifies us to be allied with our king. Distress of soul poverty of spirit bitterness from the ravages of sin a poor army indeed but brought to serve the king of kings and the lord of lords distress debt and discontent are no barriers to grace they are the very admission fee as John Newton would write on this passage many years ago but there are a few like David's men Distressed in conscience, deeply in debt to the law of God, and discontented with the bondage of sin, who see and believe that He, and He only, is able to save them. To these laboring and heavy laden souls, He still says, Come unto me, and I will give you rest. What a Savior and King He is! Let that sink into your soul today, believer. God bless, and God willing, we'll be back tomorrow.